0: I am Dr. Eileen Hale, the COO of TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers, a program of educators worldwide. And I'm here to talk with you today about technology, particularly our title of today's podcast topic is Broadening Horizons with Technology in Teaching Language and Culture. And I have a very special guest with us today. Yuchin Liu, who is originally from Nanjing, China. She has been studying and working in the United States for the last eight years. She obtained her master's degree in TESOL and has just been accepted as a PhD candidate. Congratulations, Uh, working on some exciting research, which you're gonna hear about today, related to utilizing an app which develops intercultural communicative competence for your language learners. So welcome Yuchin, great to have you here with us today.
1: Thank you you for having me, yeah, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. So we kind of wanted to lead into this topic and discussion of research within applications and technology, asking you a question, what technology have you found that language teachers use currently, that's Mm -hmm. been most successful for language teachers, what aspects of technology?
1: Yes, yeah, so um, I I came to the United States for my grad school. Um, so in s- speaking to the accessibility um, in in this country, in our classrooms, we use blackboard or whiteboard. And so you can like a smart board mainly so you can like do a lot of activity interaction with students and teachers and then um, some software for presentation, for example, Prazi. We can use we used that before. And then I think most recently I heard of like flipping the classroom. So like, but also there's some like a technology tool social with the uh, with with like videos podcasts online quizzes and but you actually flipping the classroom and really let the student be in the center of the classroom but also like using the technology to enhance the teaching um and also podcast could be one of them too Uh, and some some little games and some you know quizzes and all those things um i've been i've been seeing all those Uh, technological activities being used and then most times students enjoyed it but I just there's no data actually show how effective they are and so it's kind of like a debatable
0: yeah. So being a PhD candidate now what have you found are the gaps in technology specifically related to language learning that you're trying to fill in your research?
1: Um. So I'm just based on like the background that I gave to you, I just feel like all those traditional technologies do I still want to use it in my future class with my students? And you know, like I'm a millennial. So when I was born, there was no technologies, no internet until maybe I was like 10 years old back in China. And then um, now they're like younger, younger generation. They are born with the technologies. So if we start using those tr- traditional technology in the classroom will be more effective or less effective. And so like I work with some uh, some of my friends and they know how to do the programming thing. And so we kind of like, we try to kind of innovate and in some technology application uh, specifically that people, ac- people can use through their phone and can be um, access to worldwide, not just for specific countries. Um, but I think while you're creating those technology for yourself, for a student, you have to think about what are those, like, for the first thing first, you need to think the accessibility of the technology. If because I know our listeners are from, from the, all over the world. And then you have to think if you can't actually create a platform for the student can be used in your country. And so that's the first thing you need to think about. And then the second, where are the learning gaps? You know, like not just the technology gaps, because we're not like a technician trying to figure out fix the technology, but we want to use technology as the, as, as the tool to help our teaching and learning. So where are the learning gaps? what are the students' learning styles? Do they prefer more visual or do they prefer more like audio? And so if, for example, like if they love listening more and to improve their English listening skill, you can, you can use podcast or you can just create a podcast platform for them and also invite your students, you know, as a word for their learning and to let them join and to talk to you and listen to each other, um, yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's enough information.
0: Yeah, that's great. Uh, no, those are great points that you made. So can you tell us about your specific research and the app that you're developing, how this fits into some of the gaps? So.
1: Yeah, um, so me myself, also English as a second language, I'm, I'm still learning, but I won't title myself as Second Language Learner anymore. Um, I'm, I'm a PhD candidate, so I'm just like writing my dissertation for my research interests. And my research is specific on how to use technology teaching and learning tool. The tool that we created since last year uh, with some of my friends is called Context Culture. And so it's really digital storytelling based. Uh, we collect all the authentic real life stories from uh, people all over the world who born with that culture and let them tell their story. And um, so we were just write it up and then uh, we can of like gener- generate in a quiz form and so put into the app. And so we set, but like, that's why we call it context culture. So because we want to deliver those cultural information to, to the users, they kind of like learn in the context. Because if you just tell people, I'm gonna ask the question later. So like, I actually have a good question for you, but I will ask you later. Um, we believe that we can teach people culture, but they don't necessarily, necessarily understand that c- cultural attribute. So if you put it in the context, people will have generated a better idea. Where should I use this and why this is coming up? So it's more like, you know, we talk, we said the phrase like a high context culture and low context culture. If it's a high context, which means you actually have to put in the context to learn what exactly of that was the background of it to help you to, you know, to have the comprehension of this cultural attributes. It's the same as a language. If you, if you just gave me a book and let me reset the vocabulary every day and I still don't know how to use it right yeah so back to my question do you think we can educate culture we can educate people culture
0: you mean when you say educate you mean like teach culture
1: um think about not not putting yourself as a teacher but it's more in generally in the daily life can you just go and like educate your friends Say. Uh, this is the culture and this is the way how you need to understand mobile. so like educate not just like in the classroom setting it could be like a different context
0: yeah i think to really learn culture you have to live it i mean you i've lived in many other cultures and i yeah i truly believe
1: i think think you quickly touch upon that touch the point you have you so it's kind of like a debatable, you can you have you you can tell people this is what my culture is, for example, this is the Chinese culture aspect, the fact, but they will forget it. They have to experience, they have to live in there to actually understand it and to use what they learn. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and that that is exactly our goal creating this platform, you know, not just teaching you what is culture, the definition is more like put you in the context and let you to learn and
0: understand that
1: fact the culture of fact. Um, yeah,
0: instead so of just you telling us, you. Yeah, I totally agree. Can you give us an example of how you would do that?
1: Um, we have a different category. So we categorize based on who are, who are you right now. So for example, I'm an I'm international student so we actually have that category as an international student. And if that's your purpose for right now, and you are tr- studying abroad, and so you're an international student, and what you think you need to prepare for yourself being an international student, for example, in the United States. And so, and then, so we kind of like recruited those international students who already have the experience studying and living in the US. And then, so we kind of collect the story from them. And the, the example that I guess specific example I can give to you is um, like pl- pl- plagiarism in writing, you know, and like, okay. m- like the writing, you know, like a, how much citation you need to put in your research article, and, you know, like what the how you can re- re- rephrase the, you know, instead of. The directly taking the quote from other articles. And so those th- that I think, I actually have the evidence to prove most internet students, they don't know it before coming to the United States. But when they came, they probably will be in the trouble because they didn't know there was a plagiarism thing. Like they, they need to be careful citing others, you know, words directly to their paper.
0: Right. I've taught a lot of international students and I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, that's that's the issue. Yeah. Okay, that's a great example. So if our listeners want to track with you, follow you and (laughs) and learn more about your upcoming app for our listeners, this isn't uh, live yet. It's still in the research process. Um, But if somebody wanted to participate in your research or learn more about your research, how could they do that?
1: Oh, um, I will share all the links, the the web link, the website link, and then um, there's a link can take you to the beta testing. So as I said, as I said, I don't want to put it out in the market. It hasn't been open yet because I haven't done the research yet. I haven't finished it yet, so I want to test it, um, with the students and then put it out. And so, but if you are interested, we have a beta testing. So, um. There will be a link down below and then uh, you can click it and you can sign it up. You can test it out to see if you like it or you, if you want to collaborate with us or you can be part of our team too if you want
0: to. You know. That's a wonderful opportunity for our English language teachers out there. But for- we,
1: we have the conversation like before and we said, this is not like advertising my stuff, it is more like an inspiration to our listeners. If I can do this, you can do this too. If you feel bored of the technologies that you've been using, you, you can definitely create your own if you
0: want. And I believe there are more talent people than we are out there. So. And we have listeners from all over the world. Exactly. So you might even be able you know to research or ask, put out a call for uh, people to collaborate from Egypt, from Brazil, from any oh, part of the world. <laughs> And then you could bring about, you know, add to your research from cultural norms in these different parts of the country, or different parts mm-hmm. of the world. Even in the United States, we have many different cultural norms, right? Yeah.
1: Um, We're not targeting the people only in the United States. It's like for every country, for my country, for your country. So I exactly. would love to. Yeah, I would love to get connected with you all.
0: Well, we will definitely share your information and how our listeners can be a part of what you're doing. I would love to be a part of it. Thank you so much. uh, That's kind of the fun part of our podcast. We always are trying to learn new things from our global audience and people around the world that are doing innovative things. So Chen is on the cutting edge of a new app that hopefully will be live for us all to use as English language teachers. In the future, and we'd love to help support her and along her journey. So, thank you so much, Yu Chin, for sharing, you. sharing this with us today. I'm and it. Yeah. yeah, we feel like you're an inspiration to teachers out there that everybody can create something or be a part of the creation of somebody else's who's doing all the legwork behind the scenes, see what we can contribute. So, if you're interested in integrating culture into language teaching and providing something from your culture or wherever you are in the world, please reach out to Yuching and or us at ttelt.org and we'll put you in touch with her. Thank you so much for your time today, Yuching. Thank you. Follow us on our website, ttelt.org for prior and new upcoming podcasts. Our Facebook, TTELT group, Instagram at t.ttelt and Twitter at ttelt1.